Man. Well, uh, I don't know what time it is for you, but it is late for me. And welcome to the podcast. I don't know really what this is going to be or what it is currently. Uh, this is more or less just an outlet for me to talk about some things. You know, I uploaded my first episode of this show way back, like I think an entire year ago. I think it was April 5th of 2019, and so much has changed since then. So much has changed in the past month, two months. And that's mainly, obviously, what I'm going to be talking about today. And um, I don't really know the format of the show or if there's even going to be a format of the show I just really wanted to uh, talk about some stuff that's kind of pretty heavy on everyone's minds right now, Um, and I know that it's just, it's stuff we all want to talk about and try and figure out because it's, a lot of the stuff we don't have answers that has been a big reoccurring factor in this entire situation is we have zero answers to anything. Um, Even the answers we do have are being questioned because... Governments such as Colorado are rescinding some of their deaths that were formerly categorized as COVID-19 cases, going from 1,500 cases to now 800, late eight, the high 800s. Um, it's fishy, man. I, If there were a time to be a conspiracy theorist, they're all coming out of the woodworks. Um, I don't really know how to process most of this information, so this is my way of processing. The format of this show really, I think, is going to be me just expounding my thoughts on what is happening and trying to do this weekly, trying to uh, do this as like a cathartic experience and also maybe give some people a community to talk about things and I think really the where I want to start is the the only place I know how to start is really talking about news stories that are happening currently and how they relate back to my personal experience, other people's per- personal experiences, etc. So I wanted to begin with a news article I found on The Hill on um, May 16th. 2020. And the first lines of the article read, the Trump administration is facing intense criticism for the lack of a national plan to handle the coronavirus pandemic as some states begin to reopen. When I first read this, obviously these are the two first two lines of this article. I didn't want to stop there, but when I first read these two lines, I was immediately concerned. I do, I I like the Hill for most information. Some of their stories are ridiculous to me, to say the least, but some of the stories that they come out with from some of their editors and writers are genuine journalism, in my opinion. But when I saw this one with the, the first two lines being what I just read off, I, I thought, why? Who are the people that are getting upset with the federal government's response? Who are the people that are looking at their television and saying, okay, the federal government 
should be doing more. Isn't that exactly what everybody else has not been wanting? Hasn't everyone been wanting less federal government control? Hasn't everyone been slamming Donald Trump for overstepping his executive powers? It just baffles me that people are concerned with the federal response to a clearly interstate problem. Not an intrastate problem. This is an intrastate problem, but the solution lies completely interstately. And we have to come to terms with the fact that some states are suffering more than others, and we should send aid to those states that are suffering, but reopen the states that are not suffering. California, LA, are experiencing low, low, low numbers for various reasons that I think we're all coming to realize. But the government in California is becoming even stricter with their regulations. It doesn't make any sense. Shouldn't it be the other way around? If we see that the numbers are not what we projected, shouldn't we loosen the grip of government, not tighten? And states are differing their responses, obviously. Georgia opening two weeks ago, three weeks ago, based upon their, you know, their case level and, and curve knowledge of their specific curves within their states. And Trump is is backing this, and I think brilliantly he is backing this, and I, I think respectably he is, he is backing this. But I just don't understand who the people are that are coming out and asking, where is the federal government during this? I think the question should be, who are the states that are infringing upon genuine rights? California, we know, is already saying you can't sit on the beach. You can go to the beach. You can stand there. You can walk. But you can't sit down. You can go on a trail, but don't stop. <laughs> I walked into Walmart today. And... Well, I tried to walk into Walmart today. I was told that I should be wearing a mask. The sign on the Walmart said it is recommended that we wear masks. And unfortunately, I got a little frustrated and asked, if it is recommended, do I have to wear it? This resulted in manager coming out to talk to me. <laughs> it was a much bigger situation than it should have been, but... The manager comes out and talks to me and says, the mayor of the city says that it's required to wear masks when you're in public places. But why? Why is it required? If we're thinking logically about this, shouldn't health be in the beholder? Shouldn't we all be allowed to have 
manipulation of the own rights of our health. We, we shouldn't... If I want to go to the grocery store not wearing a mask, that is my own prerogative. I understand not infecting other people, but that is where we should be educating people with what the symptoms are, and if you feel them, stay at home. I, under the, I understand the asymptomatic argument as well, but we don't know enough about this virus to say do stay home and don't infect anyone. That was what the stay-at-home order was for. Much more people are going out. Cases are going up. That's obviously going to happen. But is it necessary to force everyone to do something like wear a mask unnecessarily unbeknownst to the numbers that are coming out? And are we to listen to our politicians blindly? That's a big theme that I've come to realize in the past couple of days is are we to listen to our politicians blindly because who are our politicians? What ethos do they carry? And is their ethos truly credible? Continuing in this article, I, I found a quote. It says, some experts said the lack of clear federal guidance on reopening could hamper the economic recovery. When I'm reading an article such as one from The Hill, I expect some journalism to be clear, thought out, and sourced, right? So what experts? Who are these experts? What is their ethos? What experts are projecting an unprecedented problem? We have a problem that has persisted all of humanity, which is pathogens and viruses, but we have not experienced one in the modern day, in modernity. It's partially precedented, partially unprecedented, and I see the struggle. I see that if states are varying their response, businesses opening will vary, thus leading to a difficult model for projecting what the economy will do. But I think the fundamental foundation of the problem is reopening itself. We must be truthful about the statistics. State governments must be okay with loosening their control. This is where the balance of federal and state government is under a microscope. And I think we are coming to an apex. And we are entering a very, very important time for our country. This is where the balance of federal and government, federal and state government is under a microscope. States implement their own restrictions, but the federal government must assess these restrictions for constitutionality. It is up to the federal government to oversee a reopening plan that is variable. This is not a reopening plan that is going to be linear. It is variable. You're not going to see one state open, next state open, next state open, next state open. You're going to have to be flexible. That is what this federal government is there for. 
within flexibility, you will see areas such as California try and maintain the grip. I've been questioning whether or not I have fundamental faith in the federal government. Of course. Of course. Everyone has. But we also have to question whether or not we have fundamental faith in politicians and government, period. We cannot listen to what they say blindly. We must do empirical investigation for ourselves. We cannot believe every model that is shown. Colorado's incident today, the 17th, has proven that. It may not be the government that is reporting these deaths, but it is definitely in a government that is incentivizing the untruthfulness of these reports. Another quote. Trump has been urging them to move even faster, backing anti-lockdown protesters in Michigan, Virginia, Minnesota, and Pennsylvania. Well done. I have never been the biggest fan of our president, Donald Trump. But I have never been scared to admit when he has done something correct. I think this was a very smart and respectable decision by his administration. I think you're going to see citizens start to get the real numbers. I think you're going to see citizens wake up, get educated, and see that this shutdown, as necessary as it was, was prolonged and is being prolonged. We are going to realize that the death rate is nowhere near what was projected. Hospitals are running at 30% capacity. Doctors are being furloughed. Businesses are shutting down. The reality is a virus that is projected to kill millions that doesn't does not need a lockdown that will kill millions. The lockdown is somewhat ridiculous at this very point. He doesn't make law against the lockdowns. He doesn't make law against staying locked down. Donald Trump does not write an executive order that says states like California and New York City, you cannot stay locked down past this period. Otherwise, he approaches the situation and does not threaten to overstep the balance of state and federal government. He sees his executive power and checks it. I appreciate this response. We have to lay out the facts. Death rates are much lower than expected. The curve has been flattened. More research is being done. Tests have been given out. The more tests that come in, the less deaths we see. 
what does that disparagement show us? It shows us that the death rate is and will be consistently lower than expected. A typical flu year death rate is 0.1%. We have experienced a death rate at 0.5% with the skewed numbers. So where are we really sitting? Are we really sitting at 0.5? Or are we truthfully sitting somewhere around 3? And are we sitting at a 0.3 with individuals that are getting it because they couldn't get a, vac a vaccine? Because a vaccine doesn't exist? Like the flu? The flu has a vaccine. The transmission rate is lower with the flu because we have a vaccine. The transmission rate for a virus such as COVID-19 is higher because there is no vaccine. The transmission rate would drop if there were a vaccine because no one would get it that has a vaccine. Well, not no one, but you understand where I'm coming from. We have to be real about what is happening. We have to stand up to the governments that are not having our best interest in mind. I understand the sympathetic and empathetic point of views for wanting to maintain lives. But now we have the numbers that show what measures we took in the beginning did save the lives that needed to be saved. We took the burden off the hospitals. We took everything off the hospitals. We gave them everything we needed. Ventilators are now being tested to see that ventilators were hurting individuals, not helping them. So where are we? We sit here with the facts that this virus is not as deadly as we thought. So if we have a virus that is slightly, almost if not comparable with the flu, why are we shutting down the economy still? I never thought it would be a V-shaped curve back up. But it should not be a U-shaped curve that lasts six months. That should never be the case. Now... Where do we go from here? I don't know. And what do we do next? I think the best thing we can do for ourselves and for our rights is to understand what they are. Educate yourself with the actual facts. Learn how to do calculations of the numbers of your own. Stay informed. Don't just watch your local or federal politicians on the news every night for your information. Do your digging. Personally, I've not come into contact with a single person that believes that they have had corona. And I've been on lockdown for three months. This thing will pass, but do we want it to pass when we are lower than where we were when we started? That's all for me today. Thanks for listening.